Well, I'm I'm on on the the Hello, friends, and welcome to the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett, pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. It is God's desire for His people to experience victory and to live on the winning side each and every day. We are so glad that you have joined us today and pray you will be blessed as you listen to today's edition of The Winning Side with Pastor Jeremy Coburnett. Thank you for joining us today. It is Tuesday, August 29th. Hope you're having a great day. We are glad to be with you on the radio, 95.9 FM. We welcome you on the radio app, those on the podcast. Thank you for joining us. And then those who are watching uh, today on Facebook and YouTube, thank you so much for tuning in. And uh, we love all of you, whether you listen on the radio or you tune in on Facebook or you do the podcast. Uh, everybody's on equal standing here. We don't discriminate against our listeners. We are so glad that you have taken time to tune in and to be with us on the Winning Side broadcast. This is a broadcast we do Monday through Friday. We do it at noon live, and then we do a replay at 6. And so if you ever miss it at noon, you can tune in at 6. Uh, if you ever listen at 6 and you say, wait a minute, this sounds familiar. Well, it's probably because you listened at noon. But uh, I hope that you're having a great day. I hope it's a great week. And uh, we are glad to be with you. I want to say a happy birthday today to Robert Brown Jr. Uh, Robert, hope you have a good day and uh, thank the Lord for you. Nell Burgess, happy birthday to you today. And uh, I know that uh, you and Brother Alton listen. Brother Alton, as a matter of fact, he is one who tells me that he'll often listen again at six, uh, even though he listens at noon. And so I don't know, Brother Alton, maybe some of us just have to hear it twice in order to get it, or maybe you just are super spiritual. I don't know, but uh, we're glad that you're tuned in, and happy birthday, Miss Nell. And then a happy birthday to Jeremy Proctor. Jeremy, hope you have a great day, and we thank the Lord for you and your wife and family, and uh, I hope they take good care of you and spoil you good today. Uh, We're looking forward to a great service tomorrow night, our prayer meeting and Bible study. Uh, We're in the book of Revelation in the auditorium. The teens on target, they'll have their service. Our master clubs are meeting, and uh, I think everybody's back in school. I think uh, yesterday and today were the last ones that I knew of uh, that were not yet back uh, with the Roanoke Rapids uh, schools, and so everybody's back, and uh, I hope you're doing well. Hope it's a, a blessing uh, for you as uh, parents. Hope it's a blessing for our young people, and uh, I think it's good to get back in a schedule and get back in a routine. I saw a church, uh, I believe it was Beacon Baptist in Raleigh, and you, you folks know Pastor Rabin and his wife. They've been here uh, several times to, to speak for different things at our church, but uh, they had last Sunday, they didn't have back to school Sunday. They had back to church Sunday. I thought that was a good thing. After all the summer and all the business and all the traveling, they said, it's time to get back to church. And if you've not gotten back to church yet, I hope you get back to church uh, tomorrow night. And then I hope you be back in church on Sunday. We're looking forward to a great day. This Sunday uh, night, Brother David Russ will be preaching. We have a a fellowship after the service, an ice cream fellowship uh, to welcome uh, our new assistant pastor, Brother Daniel. And uh, we'll have a great day on Sunday. I know it's late. Day weekend, but I'm looking forward to a wonderful, wonderful time. And then, of course, Monday the schools are out and some folks are off work. And so it should just be a nice, uh, enjoyable day on Sunday to be in church and then know you can enjoy some time off on Monday. Well, let's pray today for our church, pray for our school, uh, pray for our missionaries. Let's pray for all of our ministries. 
Uh, I think of our children's ministries and youth ministries and bus ministry and, uh, of course, rail, uh, radio, radio ministry. We have our jail ministry we have every week and, and so many ministries. Let's be much in prayer for all of those. And then let's pray uh, for one another, those that have lost loved ones, those that are sick, those that are going through difficult times. Uh, let's pray for one another. We're going to go to a song right now. And after that song, we'll get into our Bible study in Hebrews chapter 11. For the church triumphant is alive and well. Let the church be the church, let the people rejoice. For we've settled the question and we've made our choice. Let the anthem ring out, songs of victory swell, for the church triumphant is alive and well. This old ship's been through some battles before, storms and tempests on the shore Though the hole may be battered Inside it's safe and dry It will carry its cargo To the port in the sky Let the church be the church Let the people rejoice For we've settled and we've made our choice Let the anthem ring out Songs of victory swell For the church triumphant Is alive and well Let the church be the church Let the people for we've settled the question And we've made our choice Let the anthem ring out Songs of victory swell For the church triumphant Is alive and well For the church triumphant that. Hebrews 11, we're looking at God's Hall of Faith chapter, and we see that there are some folks that uh, are listed here that maybe would surprise us, and some uh, are listed here that we could certainly understand and say, wow, that's a good one, and maybe some that are not listed that we would have listed, but this is God's Word. It's perfect. God doesn't make any mistakes, and uh, it's certainly not our job to uh, correct the Bible. Uh, it is uh, the Bible's job to correct us, and so I think Thank the Lord for that. We're, we've talked about already Abel, and we have seen the man Enoch who walked with God, and Abel had a, a more excellent sacrifice than Cain. And then we have started now on this man Noah. 
The Bible says in verse 7, By faith Noah, being warned of God of things not seen as yet, he moved with fear. Well, isn't that what a warning is? A warning is given ahead of time. A warning is giving, be, given before something happens so that you can avoid it. And Noah was warned of God of a flood. Now, that may not sound like a big deal to you, but at this time in Genesis 6, uh, the earth did not have rain. Uh, many, uh, many Bible scholars believe that, that the earth, it was a, a greenhouse effect. Um, and uh, it didn't have, didn't have to have the rain. And so this was a new concept. Well, not only was it going to rain, but it was going to rain so much it was going to flood. And God warned Noah to prepare an ark, the Bible says, to the saving of his house. You say, well, was the ark only for Noah and his family? Oh, absolutely not. I believe anybody that would have believed and anybody that would have repented, I believe they could have gotten on that ark. But you know the, the story that only Noah and his wife and his three sons and their wives, eight people were the only ones that got on the ark. And you say, well, what a failure. Noah, he preached, the Bible says he preached for 120 years and, and nobody else got saved. Nobody else believed. Well, you could look at it that way, but I'd say this, I'm thankful that he got his family on board. I'm glad that his sons and, and then his daughters-in-law, I'm glad that they got on board. And you know, you may not reach the world. And I may not reach the world, but may God help us to not forsake our family in the process. And you say, well, I know people and their children have, have not lived for God. Well, I know people like that as well. And except for the grace of God, that could be my story. Uh, my children are still young. They're not grown yet. Uh, but I know this, when a child gets to the age that they have to make their own choices, uh, then, then it's up to them. They have to, I can't make it for them. I can't choose for them. But I want to do everything I can to love them, to pray for them, to teach them. The Bible says, train up a child in the way he should go. Uh, and when he is old, he'll not depart from it. It doesn't say that he'll never get away from it. It doesn't say he'll never backslide. It doesn't say he'll never have times of doubting. Uh, but, but we have the responsibility to teach and to train and to instruct our children in the way they should go. So here Noah, he, his family was saved. But number one, we see there was a warning. This was a warning from God. We saw that yesterday. Uh, did you know that there were some things that Noah had not yet seen? He hadn't seen rain. He hadn't seen a flood. He hadn't seen the judgment of God. But yet God said they would happen. And Noah had faith that God was telling the truth, that God's word was accurate. Hebrews 11.1, 1, now faith is the substance of things hoped for. It's the evidence of things not seen. He hadn't seen rain. He hadn't seen a flood. He certainly hadn't seen an ark. I'm sure when God gave him the plans for the ark, I'm sure Noah's eyeballs were about to bug out. Uh, how big? Uh, how long? How tall? Uh, how in the world is that going to happen? That was before power tools. Uh, that was before modern technology. That was before cranes. And that was before uh, all the, 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 the advancements that we have today. And yet uh, he built an ark. He obeyed God by faith. Uh, we see that... Uh, that there was a, a, uh, a judgment coming and Noah had to decide, was he going to place an importance on the temporal uh, or on the eternal? I like what it says in 2 Corinthians 4. It says, while we look not at the things which are seen, but at the things which are not seen. For the things which are seen are temporal, but the things which are not seen are eternal. God's word gives us warnings of what happens because of sin. 
God's Word gives us warnings of what happens because of self and because of pride. Uh, I'll tell you this, I've seen people that uh, get out of church. And, and I'm not saying you can never leave a church and go to another church. I'm not saying that. Please understand me. But you know, if you leave church and, and you don't go to church, uh, or if you stop reading your Bible, you stop praying, you start living for the world, I want to tell you, I've seen it so many times that that does not have a good ending. doesn't always happen right away. And so don't, don't miss the service and say, ha ha, see, I missed the service. And I'm, I'm not talking about that. Of course, that's foolish. I'm talking about this, that uh, it leads you down a path that you don't want that destination. You don't want that end result. You want to stay close to God. And I want to stay close to God. I think of the story of uh, Timothy Treadwell. I've told the story before, but uh, Timothy Treadwell, he went in, uh, up into Alaska uh, to live among the grizzly bears. And uh, Timothy Treadwell, he was a nut. You know anybody like that? Um, well, Timothy Treadwell took it to the extreme. Uh, he went to live amongst the grizzly bears up in Alaska, and he would uh, sleep uh, out under the stars. He'd sleep on a, a, a cot or sleeping bag right there with the grizzly bears, with their, their group. I don't, I don't know what a group of bears is called. I'll think of it here in a minute. Uh, but he would, he would pet them. I'm talking about out in the wild. He would pet grizzly bears. Uh, his friends witnessed him singing to the grizzly bears. Uh, a couple times they saw that he would kiss the grizzly bear on the nose or kiss, uh, kiss the grizzly bear on the head. And people warned Timothy Treadwell. They said, Timothy, this is not going to end well. And he would always say, oh, they love me and they know that I'm not going to hurt them. And uh, he refused to carry a gun. Uh, he refused to even carry a pepper spray or anything. He didn't want to do anything to harm the bears. Well, I don't have to finish the story because you listening today, you already know the end of the story. Even if you've never heard it, you know how that ends. That does not end well. And Timothy Treadwell and a friend who was with him at the time, they both were mauled and killed and partially eaten by the grizzly bears in Alaska. When the, the first responders came, there was one state trooper uh, that, that, that came and, and came on the scene and was just blown away how awful and how tragic it was. They found a, a recording. It was not the video, it was a video camera, but the video was not captured, but they captured the audio from that video camera of the last five or 10 minutes of Timothy Treadwell's life. And that rescue worker who, that state trooper who was there, I think it was a rescue worker, maybe it was a, a park ranger, but whoever it was had dealt with situations like this. They had seen people that were, were killed or people that were hurt by animals and all that. But this worker said, I, I never in my life have I ever heard anything so awful as to hear the audio recording of this man and uh, how his life ended. And it didn't have to be that way. Uh, uh, Timothy Treadwell, he made that choice. He was warned. People said, don't do this. Timothy, you, you're risking so much. You're going to get hurt. Do not do this. And he brushed it all off and said, doesn't matter. I'll be fine. And maybe you're listening today and maybe you've never been saved. And friend, I want to tell you, you need to heed the warning because there's coming a day when it's going to be too late. There's coming a day when you're going to breathe your last breath. Uh, you're going to, your heart's going to beat for the last time. Uh, there's coming a day when Jesus is coming back. Uh, there's coming a day when you're going to hear your last warning. 
And friend, don't put it off. Today is the day to get saved. Today is the day to put your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And maybe you've been saved, but maybe uh, you've gotten away from God. Today's the day to heed the warning and say, I've wandered far away from God, but now, today, I'm coming home. I hope that helps you as we've looked at uh, the life of Noah. We've got more we'll talk about, but God warned him. And when God warned him, Noah responded to the warning. And I'm glad he did. We're here today, right? Uh, because Noah and, uh, was obedient to God to save his family and, of course, to save the human race uh, from the judgment of God because of sin. I hope you have a great day today. Thank you so much for tuning in and joining us. God bless you. Have a wonderful day. Yes, I'm on the winning side. Thank you for joining us today on the Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett pastor of Victory Baptist Church in Roanoke Rapids, North Carolina. If today's episode encouraged you in your Christian life, would you consider sharing this daily podcast with a friend, a neighbor, maybe a family member, or a co-worker? We are grateful for your help in spreading the good news of Jesus Christ. If we can ever be a help to you in any way, please let us know by calling or texting us at 252-308-4600. Thanks again for listening today, and we look forward to having you join us again next time on The Winning Side Podcast with Jeremy Coburnett.